previously on Live at 605. You should guess. call this episode <laughs> Avis Preferred or Arizona Preferred. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll, we'll call it something for sure. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 16, episode 3 of Live at 605, and I am your host, Johnny Tarantino. And sitting across from me would be Val Spielberg. No. We are the Tarantino and Spielberg of the podcast game. What does that mean? It means we're the best at what we do. Oh. It means we're... Because you're... What's Spielberg's first name? Steven Spielberg? Steven. Steven. Is that right? Steven Spielberg. And Bobby Tarantino. No, Robert. What's his name? Quentin? <laughs> Was it Bobby Tarantino? That's a rapper. Logic. Yeah. <laughs> I may or may not have been inspired by his Bobby Tarantino 2 mixtape. <laughs> Very cool. But I just thought that'd be a fun way to start things off by giving us uh, movie star names, yeah. movie star director names. I was actually going to say, it is actually a beautiful day in downtown Toronto. So I'm glad we can be inside. Uh, you <laughs> all right over there? Yeah, my eyelashes. I don't know what happened. I just They stuck together? I don't know if you listeners ever have this. Do you know when you, like, when you go to sleep and when you wake up and you either, like, were crying in your sleep or you were just so tired? Can you not cry in your sleep, <laughs> please? <laughs> your eyes, like, develop all those, like, crusties around them but my eyelashes basically because i was wearing mascara um when i fell asleep they like stuck together and now i'm having a hard time opening my eyes can you maybe just throw those glasses on no well my, no. so it seems like you were crying in your sleep meanwhile i feel like i had a better dream than you as i told you earlier oh Jesus. i may or may not have hooked up with snooki in my dream but but it was the original Snooki. yes and not i knew I mem- 2018 Snooki. No, I remember making a comment to her when she's like, come on, let's let's do it. And I was like, wait, are you old Snooki or new Snooki? She's like, it's old Snooki. I'm like, okay, I can hook up with you then. <laughs> because we've been, we'll talk about it later, but we've been watching lots of Jersey Shore. Oh, man, why isn't it Jersey Day? I know. What's This is just uh, Catter Day. Oh. But uh, why don't you give out your information? So if you guys want to get in contact with me and definitely check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, <laughs> It's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. You know when someone talks like, oh, you know, my eyes did this something weird. Yeah. And now I feel like because of that, my eyes are all weird. <laughs> so I'm like rubbing them like crazy. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. You'll see me tweeting about uh, rappers and the show Atlanta. <laughs> and then on Instagram, I'm at Malencamp. And uh, send me a request and I'll let you uh, see my private links. Oh, God. <laughs> and then if you go to iTunes, leave us a comment or a note and subscribe. See, I can't do it. I don't oh, know. Oh, brother. What's, what's the Facebook one? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes there. us back into the, the news, news and, and noteworthy. noteworthy. Although I have to recheck that narrative out because you know how they revamped iTunes? They did? Yeah, they revamped iTunes. So when you go into it, it's all like curated content or like what's being featured. Yeah. It's like a different way of posting it. So I don't even know if there's actually a news and noteworthy. No, there, there still is. And if you comment and rate 
our, or subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. Even if you want to leave us one star, that's all right, too. It just gets us on the news. Fuck and that noise. Leave me seven stars. You can only get five stars. Remember when I ask you if I do cool things? Do I get six cool stars? Yeah, this one you only get five stars. Oh. And everyone, we actually got a new um, star. We're up to 16 highly reviewed comments. Nice. And they're all five stars. Only one person left us a four-star rating. Who? Your brother. This was like three years ago. Oh, though. okay. <laughs> what a jerk. Which uh, brother? Brandon. What? Yeah. <laughs> so. so we got a lot to, to talk about this week, right? Yeah, well, I guess we wanted to do like um, when we came back for the season premiere of season 15, right? Wasn't it? This is 16. No, I know. When I'm talking about the premiere episode of last season. Yeah. Wasn't that one the engagement podcast? I think so. Yeah. And so what John's going to check Trying to school me, son? I don't know. <laughs> um, what should you call it? A lot has happened since, John, remember that day I asked you, what day did we get engaged? And you're like, I don't know. I remember all these dates. Your birthday, day the day you were born. born. That's the same day. <laughs> I just remember your birthday, our anniversary, your mom's birthday, my birthday. When You know when my th- mom's birthday is, but you don't know our anniversary? Uh, no, I also don't know your mom's. I know it's in September. Yes. So it was our September engaged. 21st. <laughs> Invalid. That's when we got engaged, I mean. <laughs> Invalid. September 24th. Thank you. Oh, um, so anyway, yeah, that was lucky. Um, I should start singing that Britney Spears song again. No, why she's were you singing so lucky. yesterday? She's a star. <laughs> right? That's too weird. Um, I, I was singing because of basketball, but, um, oh, what yeah. you going to call it? Because we got engaged back in September... And I think the only thing we kind of spoke about was that whole... It was that first episode. You think I don't know? I told you. But I think it's one of those things where we we have done a fair bit of stuff, but I think anyone who's trying to plan a wedding, it is like a journey unto itself, right? That's they why make, we waited so long. That's, I yes. want to do this shit. <laughs> right? I want to be married. I want to get married. Oh, okay. But I think it's like... Knowing that they make a bunch of TV shows, I'm sure there's wedding podcasts out there. Not as good as this. Not as podcast. good as this one. Um, and John and I are just like a unique couple in itself. So I would say the past how many months has this been now? So like October, November, December, January, Jesus. February, March. The past six months of being engaged, we actually have done a lot. Some by comparison, some people may say have. a lot. Some might not say too much. But all of the experiences were quite fun and hilarious and weird in their own right. So we thought we'd dedicate the majority of this podcast um, for this episode going over kind of like wedding planning shenanigans. That sounds good. Do you Mm -hmm. you have any sponsorships, though? Um, To kick off with a sponsorship this week, I don't think I don't know if I have any. Uh, Nothing wild or some crazy shit? I don't know. That's all right. Do you? Yeah. Go. This is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Uh-huh. Cancel that. Wait, I do that, have one, but you can go first. No, no. This is we're. It's going to be one sponsorship. Mine also has to do with an elevator. Really? Our elevator, to be specific. Same. So I'll tell my story, then you can tell your yeah. story. So anyone who's listened to this podcast before knows that we have hobos in the stairwell, <laughs> and uh, it's getting better. And in the lobby. It's get. It's gotten better. That is a squatter's right. <laughs> Not just a father's right. Mm-mm. What's your favorite song by MGMT? Me and Michael. Me and Michael. <laughs> Sung by Jin from Lost. <laughs> so anyways, it's gotten better. They hired a new security company, but um, I had an experience the other day waiting for elevators. So we have three elevators. 
they're renovating them so one is currently down they've, we've been down to two elevators for the last six seven months i guess yeah and i get in from work one day and i'm waiting for the elevator and uh, oh this is what happened two people were trying to get buzzed in and mm-hmm. i quickly scooted by them to get in mm-hmm. to the front because i didn't want to let these weirdos in they didn't look like hobos but they just like looked like young college students so and they could be hobos they could be hobos <laughs> And I come in, I hit the elevator, and luckily they don't get in behind me, but then I think they get buzzed in. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to music, I'm listening to some like dope rap shit, like Logic or maybe Smoke Perp or something like that, maybe Offset. Oh, okay. You're just like saying words. I wouldn't even know if they're true except Logic. Yeah, Smoke Perp is real. Can I actually just go oh. off? No, 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 it's not a tangent. I just, I gotta play you a song that right That is now, a tangent. <laughs> Can I go wipe my eyelashes no, while you just, do this tangent? No, nah, it's not. It was just an unlikely. As I talk about all this cool gangster shit I listen to, uh-huh. I have a new favorite song by Eddie Rabbit. It's called Dri- Driving My Life Away. Okay. Just listen to the first 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> no one can hear you. That was in the bathroom wiping her eyelids away. Anyway, this is the best part. What year is this song from? Oh, the song is weird. And this is not gangster Nobody can hear you. What Val is saying is that is a cool song. How did you hear about it? Because I would love for you to add it to my Apple Music playlist. And the song, as I said, is by Eddie Rabbit. It is from the 1980s. Because have you been watching the final season of the Americans on FX? No. Well, if you have, you would know that uh, this past song was in the past episode. And it's very good because the only thing better than a musical montage in the Americans is a musical montage in the Americans where Philip starts square dancing. That's right. Philip is a square dancer now. Two tangents. And then again, this podcast became all about John. Hey, you got up to wipe your gunk out of your eyes. you were doing a tangent. I just, I like people to know new music. And, and I know you wouldn't, want, you wouldn't want that to be the band of the week, right? No. So anyways, these two fucking losers come in. And I'm listening to, I'm not listening to this song. I'm listening to dope gangsta shit like Smoke Perp, mm-hmm. our Metro Boomin'. And I can hear them talking really loud. So I'm like, let me just take out my earbud, AirPod to hear what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's just girl and this guy. Like I said, they're probably in like college. And this is the clientele of people in our hallway now. Mm-hmm. As I wait a long time for the elevator because they're down to just two. It's this chick being like, yeah, I went on this date. Uh, we were out and I didn't really like him. But then he's like, oh, come back to my apartment. I got so much weed we can smoke. And she's <laughs> like, oh. And the guy's like, he had weed? And she's like, he had so much weed. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll go back and smoke some with you. See, that's probably our fucking neighbor who's hogboxing. Yeah, and then she's just like, so we went back and we smoked so much weed. Maybe fucked around with them. And then she's like, oh, guess what? Is it just the three of you? Yeah. And I'm standing right next to them. And then just like loudly. You know, if you're talking about this stuff, whatever, it's legal here now. But maybe you don't like... But then they're just... He's like, well, did... did," Then she's like, well, the best part was after we smoked all this weed, he's like... I also got mushrooms. Oh, God. And they just were like, yeah. And, and she, the whole point was she was like, this guy had weed, so I, I like 
slept with him and stuff. Like, I can't believe he had all this free and weed this I could smoke. this is the children of the, the youth of Canada, guys. Exactly. So, anyways, that was just my experience with them. And uh, I just thought they were losers, say no Do to you drugs. Know what, what floor did they go to? Uh, I don't remember. They went, they were above me, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had. I also had an experience this past week in the elevators. So, unlike John, this was John is still daring enough with the hobos in the stairwell. So he sometimes yeah. takes the stairs to go down, whereas I have not. So I'm still taking the elevators up and down. Right. Um. And so to John's point, there's only two. And so every morning, me and this other guy who lives across across the hall from us have the same. What are you doing? Just, just, no, just I just need that hair closer, please. Oh, brother! Perfect. Thank you. So then, um, me and this guy who lives across the hall from us, we have the same exit time to leave in the morning. And usually, whomever gets there first holds like the elevator because you'll see the other person That's running nice to you get guys. it. Yeah, yeah. We 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 don't say much. We just say morning, and yeah. then but we That's still all do you it. Need to say. And so I'm like, okay, this is good. Um, which is the extent of what I want to talk about in the morning, right? Yeah. So, like yourself, I have AirPods on, listening to whatever music, and then I get in the elevator, because the elevators we've... No, not gangster shit. I usually listen to, like, Apple Music curated, like, guitar playlists. You know, just uh, some nice light instrumental guitar? No, not instrumental. Usually for my stuff, it'll be like aggressive rock guitar or like indie folk kind of stuff in the morning. But then we get into the elevator. And so the one thing to note is that we have been stuck in all three elevators. They're definitely down to two elevators now. And then they got this new elevator, which is number three, that's been renovated. And I can't tell at this point if it's bigger or feels bigger or smaller than the previous one. But at any rate, I do not want to be stuck in the elevator again, right? So we're not really used to, like, its weight parameters yet or anything. So I get on the elevator with this guy, and then it's already coming down, so it already has two people in it, right? Me and him get on it, so that's four. Then we go down to the next floor. We add on yet another guy, okay? And this guy's pretty big. He's wearing a backpack, like, all these things. Unabomber. Right? So there's, what is that? One, two, three, four, five. Five of us in the elevator, and they're all bigger dudes and me, okay? And so I'm, like, by no means a small chick. So then we end up standing there, and then on floor four, we end up stopping again. And when the, the elevator door opens, and there are these two girls, maybe your weed-smoking, shroom-taking hussy of a friend, yeah. right? And so they open, the elevator door opens, and it's these two chicks with, like, you know those giant hockey bag size of equipment? Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Because no. it's like, you're clearly not going to get on this elevator with us. Yeah. There's no room for you. Does she not literally hold the elevator? Her what? friend literally, I don't know where the fuck she goes. But she wedges herself on and then pulls the hockey bag onto the elevator and the door is like crashing into it stopping everyone is kind of like wedged up now because you're basically adding three more sized large people right onto the elevator and so you're like oh my god if i get stuck on here this is ridiculous yeah. and the one thing you're that going annoyed work, me right? exactly i'm going into work the one thing that annoyed me is that and this is what i hate about the disenfranchised youth of today she didn't apologize she didn't acknowledge 
that what she did was fucked up. Yeah, but to be fair enough, it's your it's her world you're living in. So. Well, and this is the thing. So the guy is now with the backpack is like wedged in my face, right? And yeah. he's like, sorry. I'm like, I don't know why you're apologizing. Yeah. It should be this bitch who's apologizing. For sure. So I'm like, I feel like, first Fuck of head. all, your parents or whomever your guardian is probably bought you or give you gave you money to rent this damn apartment. Yeah. Right? She ain't paying for it You herself. ain't paying for shit, kid. Yeah. Right? And then the second thing was, like, even to get it out, she had to, like, struggle to get out oh, the brother. bag out of the elevator. So I was just like, if I get stuck in the elevator with this ecosystem, yeah, this... not okay. No. Did you make it out, though? We did. But you know that feeling where your elevator kind of makes that weird song and then it does the beep, beep, yeah. beep? It kind of went slower between the floors, or so it felt like. Oof. So it was a little bit terrifying. Well, it's decided. We'll take the stairs with the hobo. Ah. That's your sponsorship. That's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Just before we get into wedding talk, since we're mm-hmm. coming off the Arizona podcast, which was last week... Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you tell them about the awesome video I made? That you're obsessed. With, you're obsessed with this video, by the way. Yeah, I'm so obsessed with this video. So, part of the fun of going on vacation now is for John to cut the video when we yeah. get back. And so this time around, John had to cut the video um, even quicker because mm. we were seeing a bunch of like family yeah. and friends that yeah. weekend. We got back late Monday night and. On, like, Saturday or Sunday, we were seeing your family, so you want to get the video out. Yeah, so you had a... And, like, I wanted to be able to screen it with them, because we all probably wouldn't have been together for, like, another three weeks. Yeah. Um, But it was also, like, this video... Or this trip was so distinct. We did so many great things that I'm like, oh, my God. And the pictures were, like, outstanding, right? Yeah. So John literally came to bat and cut the most kick-ass oh, yeah. music video. But then, like... This is the truest form of narcissism. I watched two sections of that video. Yeah, it's all you want to watch is this one section. Basically. No, two sections. Two sections. Two sections of the video. One because of the way the pictures look, but then also how badass the music is with it. So you kind of up the ante where you, whereby you like made like these really awesome graphics. Yeah. We used songs that we had heard in the innings festival which was awesome yeah you also suggested a, a song you like by kimbra quite yeah. a bit that i threw in there which led off the the, the video mm-hmm. so we became obsessed with um i used the song kimbra top of the world yeah. that was recently released back in january or february oh just on right? top of that shit. just on top of that shit but her album didn't drop till like this week this two week. days ago um so i used that song in a sizzle reel which yeah. i think you should too if you can yeah well i right. stole your idea i'm like i'm gonna use this song in our video because you did a good job boom and so then so there was like just like the most fun things i don't know it was just such a cool ass video and so like yeah. that one section though in the south rim of the grand canyon is like so badass and there's this part where we're in antelope canyon and like even though the video quality is so shitty where it breaks from pictures to become the video I took of you. Yeah. Is, and, like, the music, the narrative of the music just fits so perfectly. Like, uh, it just, it's, what it's song so is good. It? Easy it's Rider. By Action Bronson. Yeah, it's so good. I might. And I still remember you telling me that's the song you want to use during the Grand Canyon. Yeah. When we were driving on the Gardener and coming off of Jarvis. Maybe after this we can watch the video. Yeah, we're, of course we're going to watch it again. Then we'll watch all of our other vacation yeah. videos. So I guess I can tease one other thing. What's that? 
So I did get a bit of a new job at work. You did. But what the cool thing is, they always put out like an HR announcement and send it to everybody. Well, they do it for the uh, big wigs. Oh, So you're a big wig. No, they do it for everybody. I know. I'm just joking. But the cool thing is you get to write like a mini bio about yourself and then submit two pictures. So obviously I'm going to use cool pictures from Arizona. Yeah, of But then one picture you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) This is too crazy. It's too, I don't know. It's too, uh, too cool for school. So I posted a picture on Instagram as an Insta story when we were in the Grand Canyon. And it was one in Antelope Canyon where I'm looking down, but taking a picture up of my face. Yeah, we'll post and on the thing. Facebook page. And it's pretty bad gas. It looks well, like. Is that pretty bad gas? Per- pretty Give bad gas. Give some bad gas? <laughs> yeah. In Antelope Canyon. I don't know what a sound an antelope makes. The antelopes? Yeah. What sound do you think an antelope makes? Sorry, I thought you meant food and you, I thought you meant cantaloupe. I'm like, cantaloupes don't make sounds. No, antelopes. <laughs> I don't think they make sounds. They make be like. That's a pig. Mm. Or are you snoring? <laughs> so, Maybe it makes this sound. I will kill you. No. No. You just want to say that damn word again. Uh, chupacabra. Oh, God. Don't get me started. P.S. I listened to Jim Harold's The Campfire podcast when I was versioning some promos yesterday. Mm. And I heard a uh, horrifying story about a Ouija board. I will not say anymore. Don't. You're not allowed to. Okay. So then basically... Um, yeah, we got to leverage one of the cool pictures from the Antelope Canyon section of the Grand Canyon, but then John wanted to put this other picture that basically looks like me as an album cover, Which right? One? And then, remember, you were like the one where I'm like this, yeah, right, with the glasses on, I'm like, that looks too cool, because then you thought that the picture with my hair, it would be too, like, showy. Uh, well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. On the picture and the job. Yeah. Much deserved. Much deserved. Thank you. Remember uh, three years ago and five seasons ago when you had no job? Yeah. And then That's you did actually a, true. Then you did a podcast about all the tips on how to get a job. Yeah. And now look how well you've done. That is very cool. That is pretty Just uh, cool. new jobs, new new weddings, new houses. Not new really weddings. a new wedding. That's true. <laughs> new job, new hair. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah, your hair looks very nice. Thank you. Maybe not right now. (laughs) Yeah, and I might try and cut down the vacation video to one minute to put on Facebook and Instagram. Just that section then. Yeah, but the fucking haters of Instagram and Facebook, they don't let me use licensed music. I've gotten warned like two or three times. Johnny, why don't you put it on Instagram or YouTube? Because uh, I've gotten caught on there too. (laughs) (laughs) Using licensed music. Oh, I don't. I want. I, oh, I just wrote over my damn finger. Oh, brother. So, what do you want to start? Yeah, talking let's get into shit? this. So, uh, so nine years ago, I met this woman. <laughs> she was a girl, <laughs> and I made her a woman. Uh, but this whole this whole podcast can be sung to you by Britney Spears songs. I'm not a girl. Not yet a woman. Isn't that a song? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, she uh, wants to get. Uh, to have sex, but she hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. And mama so was a hoe. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Your mama, she was a hoe. Is that the Dr. Dre yeah, strip? Yeah, do you remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> Your mama Ryan. was a hoe. Oh. She was weak and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, she, that's the Dr. Dre sketch. Yeah, I love that sketch. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. <laughs> I believe that is Eddie Griffin talking. <laughs> okay, so where should we start? We already booked the venue. 
Yeah, so I guess it was like we we jumped on the venue portion of the wedding planning fairly quickly, and then we're like, okay, what do we have to do next? After we did the wedding, um, what you want to call it, hall bookings, we were booking the great hall. We also did these gifts, which we told you about that got stuck at the border. Which every night I tell people, like, you got people gifts. I was like, I guess it's a new thing. This is a thing. It's the promposals of weddings. You I have didn't to go do to a prom. thing. I didn't get invited to prom. You, well, the I went by myself. Is, I though, sat at the stag table with all the other weirdos. Every gift we gave people, they're too scared to use them. Yeah, I know. Right? So you're just giving them a handshake. Well, and you wanted the damn gifts. I'm like, just give us them back. I want to try that shit out. Um, what you going to call it? So... We gave five out of six gifts yeah. while we were waiting, but you still had one gift back from December yeah. to give out yeah, to I Dan. Yeah, I gave that gift out. So you only gave that out this past week. Yeah. So how, what was that experience like? Uh, combined all my favorite things, good friends, good gifts, and lunch at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> so we went. Our schedule has been bananas, busy with uh, kids and travel and work and stuff, so it was nice to go see Dan and and tell him that I wanted him in the wedding party. What was that What was that transaction? Uh, I don't like? want to repeat was that Was it similar stuff? to telling the woman from the uh, wedding catering who Sean was? <laughs> listen. What? I don't like emotions. I can't talk. Like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, a serial killer would give emotions because he'd be faking it. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. Dexter? Yeah, he fakes everything. Remember when he brings donuts to people every morning? Yeah, until he gets, he doesn't. Exactly. Now, if I was a good, that's called a sociopath is yeah. faking it. I just, I'm uncomfortable with talking about feelings and stuff, which is why I worked up the courage nine years later to ask you for your hand in marriage. Which is always bizarre because John writes the best cards. Like, I hate buying cards and writing cards. I can write stuff. I just can't physically say oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, I just said, as you know, I'm getting married and... Uh, take a look at this card and this gift I got you and I was like I'd be honored if you were part of the wedding if you were one of the groomsmen so he said he would would be honored and very proud and he was very happy and we shook hands and that was that <laughs> you shook hands like a uh, cordial handshake you uh, would do with somebody who's giving you a mortgage right you shook hands with your best friend when we left Subway and yeah. we got to our places of business and said our goodbyes we shook hands <laughs> Which, if you know Dan and myself, we don't usually shake hands either. <laughs> That's fair. That's so, fair. Anyways, I'm going to organize, hopefully, a baseball game with me and the three groomsmen. I see. I see. I was hoping that while you were gone, the Blue Jays would be in town, mm -hmm. and they're not. Okay. So I'll just fucking fine. eat food myself here. Um, but, so, <laughs> um, one of the other things that we were planning on doing is, obviously, we, um, you know, John and I made where I made when we were flying back from Lillian's wedding back from Italy just because the flight was so long I kind of put together a sorry this was uh was wasn't uh three four five months ago this was four, <coughs> four years ago you made this list that was so fucking bored you're gonna pressure me into stuff no I showed you the list <laughs> can you not I'm though, just joking huh? yeah um, no, I didn't, didn't so I just made a list to, for the most part you the list made is a list or you ladled it made a list <laughs> Right? And for the most part, it was pretty accurate to the list we have now. Yeah. Right? But the one weird thing was I'm like, I felt like the guest list stuff was really stressful. So we didn't really do anything for that till like yes, this past week. Yeah. So that was like five months later. Yeah, but 
we didn't need to send out. We don't have to send out save the dates until like next month or so. So we had time. Well, and I think this is the thing with wedding planning in general. There's a lot of untold rules or unsaid rules that you just have to like understand and research. And if you're not into like getting married or like didn't put much thought into it, like myself or John till this past year, I would say you're not really up on the rules. And so, because I also have What are the rules? Rules, what are the... Oh, yeah. When you just turn black and you can't can't switch back. back. You gotta tell me, what are the rules? What are the rules? What are the the rules? rules? (laughs) What are the rules? (laughs) That that is a segue from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. In Philadelphia, the musical episode. um, Which is awesome. And so... that's what this episode's called. What are the rules? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, (laughs) So, we... Like, how many wedding or bridal parties have you been in part of? Uh, no bridal parties, because that's for women. No, you would. Are were you a groomsman in any of them? Nope. Right, but you did MC your sister's wedding. Yeah. Right, but my only experience in recent time, and probably yeah, in recent time as an adult, I've only been part of Andrea's wedding party, and that was like ten years ago. You were in Lil's wedding party. Oh, and Lillian's that I just spoke about. Yes. So, but like, home. I think it was like a very different process because one Lil's wedding was overseas. Andrea's was ten years ago. <laughs> it was like, what was my? And you know, because since we're from Toronto, oh, shut wa- up. <laughs> you know, I'm from Toronto. I so didn't do it the last time. <laughs> I'm gonna change this episode from what are the rules to I'm from Toronto. No, don't. So basically, I was like, I don't know when you start planning things. I don't know when you have to buy a dress. I don't know all those things. So after we had kind of like put the loose guest list together, John and I have a party planning wedding checkpoint board. We haven't in checked our any of that shit off. We can check all of it off now. We can check off the dress and we can check off catering. catering. So um, what you call it? We are doing our wedding in phases. So the first phase consists of. The venue, yeah. Um, the date, obviously, because it dictates the venue. Mm-hmm. Number of guests, yeah. And I would say catering, yeah. And invitations. That's phase one. Phase two is almost everything else, okay. Because it's all like superficial aesthetic stuff, yeah. And so one of the things that I wanted to do, um, because I was like, oh, I guess I could start looking at this when I started telling people, oh, we're getting married almost a year from now, because it was like the beginning of January, early February. They're like, Val. You have to start looking at a dress. And I'm like, uh, okay. So that actually meant my sister-in-law, Beth, sent me like 20-some-odd pictures a day yeah. of different wedding dresses. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is really overwhelming. Yeah. Right? But then it's also like, I just didn't know what I wanted. Like, do you have an idea of a wedding dress you like? Or a style no. you like? For a wedding dress? No, I got no idea. I do know you, you look great in anything. Okay, let me ask the question a different way. Is there a... Is there a style of wedding dress you think I would gravitate towards? Um, spaghetti straps. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about that wedding dresses. That is close. The dress does have thinner straps, though, so you're not far off. Um, I can't. I'm, I don't care. But having said that, I haven't actually. Most of the details. What? I don't care. Stop it! You. The weird thing is, though, you do care. Of course, I care. Right. Because when I actually say certain things, you I can tell. It's the way you say them in response. It's like, oh, we can go with charred octopus. Or you really like it, though, right? What? <laughs> right? So what I was thinking was I'm going to take my immediate girlfriends in the wedding party 
to go shopping for this dress and because i have no baseline for a dress i want to actually try on i've never hunted for a dress i didn't look online for any dresses um or magazines uh i haven't designed my own i didn't really pay attention to my your own dress well didn't design my own dress but i didn't put together a design of a dress i like and try and match it to anything Mm. um i would say i was like a blank canvas and was more working off of like my friends dresses that i had seen and been like yeah i like this kind of style but we all have such different body types so it's like how do you know this is gonna fork so my first experience of trying on a wedding dress i would say i was pretty excited to go i had watched that show say yes to the dress a few times and i noticed it was like they give you champagne um you kind of go in and it's like this brightly lit kind of studio setting and with like you stand on a pedestal with all these mirrors and everything and then the main thing was you give champagne and your family either cries or screams in excitement right okay and so we found this place in the junction i can't even actually remember its name but it was felt like it was more in a basement and i did speak about this on a previous episode but just to revamp um go into the basement and the woman it was a bit of a snowstorm so me and lil showed up a bit late like 10 15 minutes late Miranda and Ferris were already there and kind of picking types of dresses that they thought I would like. But then I got there and I was like, okay, let me try on these dresses. And so um, they kind of started putting me in all like in a traditional style wedding dress, I would say, that was a bit puffier with all this like lace detailing. And as soon as I put it on and I came out of the curtain, which wasn't like this beautiful studio thing, I kind of got irked and a little overwhelmed because I'm like, uh, people are just like clipping you in the back. And I don't know what that feels like if like you have anything to compare it to, if you've been fitted for a suit maybe. But it was like, I didn't, even though it's like you know that somebody has to help you get into a dress, I didn't know this was going to be the experience. And so like I would equate it to the same thing we clip curtains with, what they're clipping you in the back. Okay. And so... When I got out, nobody really said anything. There was no champagne. And so I got, like, really, like, nervous about that experience. And so the dress was heavy. And then, I don't know, I think I tried on five that day. And we kind of liked one of them. But I don't know if I was over the moon about it. Okay. And so the woman's like, we have you on file. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So then we left there. I sent the girls like a text message saying like, I'm so sorry, like this, that was such a great experience. Sorry if I had like no facial expression. It was just a little overwhelming. I also thought I'm like, how much is a wedding dress, right? I don't, I don't know. know. Didn't Lori say it could be like 700 bucks or something? Yeah, if you go to like the discount rack at, the doll- at one of the stores or something. There are places yeah. where it's like, if you get a secondhand dress or mm-hmm. they have discount places where women just run into and mm-hmm. snatch things off of whatever. Yeah. So I would say I am the same person when we went to San Francisco that dropped $500 on my sunglasses because mm. I didn't read the price, but I had right. to buy them because I love them so yeah. much. I probably wouldn't drop $500 on a wedding dress, but I didn't want to spend upwards of like 3000 on Jesus. it. Right? For something you're going to wear once? One. Uh, maybe twice. What, a good Friday night out with you? Right? So then, anyway, from that point on, we decided that it would be great to go to another dress shop before Ferris leaves for the Oscars, right? And Uh, then Miranda leaves, um, obviously, Miranda leaves for her vacation to Yellowknife and before we go away as well. Yeah. So 
from that point, we were like, okay, let's try and find a day that we can all rally up. So we went um, before, this was now in March, fast forward in March. Jesus. Right? So we went to this other store on the Danforth. And unfortunately, Ferris couldn't come. Uh, she was flying back from the Oscars, and that was the only day you can get an appointment. And Lillian couldn't make it because she was working, I think, by the time I wanted to go. And so Miranda came with me, and it was, like, really fun. It was a very different experience than the junction because it was above ground, if nothing That's else. That's always good. That's always good. And then there was a lot of lighting. Um, the woman yep. was very positive who was helping me and almost like a woman on say yes to the dress or okay. a guy off say yes to the dress. So she's like, I'm going to tell you what will look good in, on your body type. Okay. Right. And so she pulled a bunch of dresses and then she's like, what have you tried on so far? And I showed her the one dress that we liked from the previous place in the junction. Mm-hmm. But she's like, uh, you don't look the happiest in this. Let's find something else. So then she actually went more into my wheelhouse and got me, like, all of these, like, straight, kind of elegant, classic, like, Hollywood glam kind of thing, like, red carpet-y dresses. Oh, wow. Right? And so that was, like, a really cool experience. So Miranda actually had, like, a physical reaction, and she noticed I had a physical reaction when I put those on. They were lighter. It was more, like, sleek, less, like, there was no poofiness right. to things um, they all had really cool designs they're a bit more expensive but we actually nailed it down to two nice. that we liked from there and so i said to miranda i'm like oh this is awesome right like i feel like i like these like i don't know how many dresses people need to look at before they find the one right but i'm also like i don't feel like i'm the person until i'm with you in that dress will i have like a physical reaction sure. to putting on that dress like i don't think i'm going to be brought to tears no i don't think like my family will be like right. i don't know we'll see yeah so in between that so i had two dresses from that store and i would say like pause on wedding dress shopping because then we started looking at catering really seriously yeah so uh, we pick up catering catering so we're getting married at the great hall and they don't have catering there but they do have places they recommend Mm -hmm. so you were nice enough to or you were good you took the list of the five caterers they recommend took it to your work and showed it to some of your friends or just like oh have any of you guys eaten or worked with these people Mm -hmm. and our friend lou uh put together like a short list of like here's the top three places Mm -hmm. right one was provisioned one was food dude one was let's just call it scallywags because they're not (laughs) even in the running and uh, we looked up the menus and we liked provisions and food dude the most but no i also would say it's like we looked at the menus but we also looked at the website yeah because to me it's like if you're a business in 2018 or 2017 or 2014 yeah you should have like a credible website yeah with like really good illustrations like i don't want some like godaddy.com <laughs> website <laughs> you just want to say godaddy because the guy from the raptors has a godaddy that's where it is. right i hate that commercial though so, doesn't he like his action figure on a piano that, that's the old one that's jv the new one is norman powell playing let me play a song godaddy.com yeah and then it also reminds me of the other so- commercial i hate now the fly me to the moon <laughs> anyways so john just hates frank sinatra no i just hate the commercial it's not even frank sinatra's version no that's what because they probably can't afford it yeah and then they fu- they use a clip from the thunderbirds which gives me flashbacks to when i was a little kid i used to watch the thunderbirds with my dad that sounds like a great story. <laughs> Do you even know what the Thunderbirds are? No. 
Is that the our planes? Uh, close Thunderbirds in like the fifties and sixties was like a puppet show. Of you, like, you lost me at puppets. Yeah. I don't like puppets. Well, you don't like puppets, but think about puppets from the 50s and 60s. Yeah, they're fucking scary as shit. Yeah, and guess what these puppets are doing? They're what? flying to the moon and shit. <laughs> so fast forward to 1995 when I'm 10 years old and the Thunderbirds are on PBS. My dad's like, oh shit, Thunderbirds. I was like, what is this? He's like, I used to watch it as a kid. Let's watch it together. I'm like, sure. And then I was like... Uh, yeah, but you don't know what 10-year-old John... 10-year-old John is probably like, I'm hanging out with my dad. I love this. <laughs> yeah, we used to have couches, and I like to roll under them and Were those there. the st- same couches that we sit on now? No, no. These are old, old couches. <laughs> I was like, how could you roll underneath them? How these, these, high were they? <laughs> they were a good foot up there. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, if you ever get a chance, just look up the Thunderbirds. Or don't. They yeah. sound terrifying. They're horrifying. So, you know what they remind me of? Or what? what I feel like they could remind me of? You know, like, the animation in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, where it's, like, Yukon Cornelius? Yeah, it's pretty close to that, just yeah. with strings on them, well, top of them. You so can see the that, strings. So, wait. So, then they're not puppets. They're marionettes. Yeah, they're even worse. Sorry, they're marionettes. <laughs> they're not puppets. Okay. So, I actually think marionettes are better than, than puppets. puppets. Yeah. I'd rather watch a puppet than a marionette. Why? Because there's some creep above you, like, dance for me, marionette. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen those weird Russian marionettes that do, like, the dance, like, the ha, ha, ha Yeah, ha. that was in The Sound of Music. There was marionettes in that? Yeah, when they do the play. Yeah, that stuff's scary. Oh, brother. Anyways. So, anyways. So, see. I, so, okay, so, John, we narrowed it down. We made a short list based on commercial website and appeal. Yeah. Lou made a short list of what he's ha- tasted before. Then I took a poll of some other friends of what they've had before. And, yeah, Provisions, T.O., and Food Dudes kind of ranked number one and number two. Mm-hmm. But having said that, we sent out an email to, to three, three or four, three four, or of them. four of them. But then what was great, we also ranked it on efficiency and proactiveness. Yeah. And Food Dudes and Provisions were number one and two. Yeah. So we kind of weaned out the other uh, couple. Just ignored them. One of them even spelled your name wrong. Like, yeah. Like, they didn't. Like, it just seemed like some high school intern who just didn't give a shit. Yeah, I know. Which is, like, I want to be a queen bee during this. Like, this will be, like, there are weird things. Like, I would say, like, what is important to you for this wedding? Um, That everyone has a good time. What does that entail? (laughs) Fucking dancing, drinking, having fun. Yeah. I just want to make sure that the music's banging, Mm -hmm. the food's good, and that we have fun like i just want it to be a fun time right and I so guess. i said to you i'm like food is really important to me like i like food and like even though like wedding food can be like really generic yeah. right it's kind of cool to be like one our wedding is at a different time of the year we're not going with like a standard hall so it's like it'd be great to have good yeah, food for sure and so both menus look really good yeah. um but we put together um some questions that we wanted to ask um the both caterers and we ended up like even narrowing things down like are you able to make like a peanut free menu because of benjamin yeah um are we allowed to have like can you help us like make a hot chocolate station yeah and then for the end of the night people don't steal my ideas for our wedding then (laughs) um what you call it we're one of the things that was really important to me was like to figure out which caterer to go with was how efficient and proactive they are. And so what I found was like Provisions TO yeah. was super helpful for, sure. um, for any of you guys who want to um, plan your wedding and get catering Provisions TO was super responsive. 
Um, so proactive to the point where they were researching other things like rentals for us, which was really great. Um, and kind of did everything really methodically. And both John and I, probably me more so than you, are really A-type in terms of structure. Yeah. The way I want things to come back to me. And so this was 100%, like locked in the bag. So this past week, Mm. after kind of narrowing down and taking a short list of their past snack appetizer main entree and dessert yeah we actually narrowed down our menu and we went to do a wedding tasting for food all right so what you got there then so wait you talk first uh so it was uh interesting experience to say the least like uh, very, I was very excited to do the tasting because you're basically, basically people having people pamper you and cater food to you and bring you dish after dish and just like this is and they're trying to like it's interesting being the client yeah because usually like we both work for a living and me personally like I'm always doing stuff to make other people happy I'm doing mm-hmm. this promo to get approved by from this person this is the first time really people are trying to win us over which was an interesting experience where it's just like we can do or say whatever we want. Like, they want our business. Yeah. And so I think the other thing we thought about was knowing that, like, John and I are basically kind of doing most things, like, most of the planning ourselves, which I think has been great because we've been on the same page yeah. for everything. Um, knowing that we're doing the dress shopping with the girls, we kind of put it out there to everyone, again, who's in the wedding party. Like, do you want to be part of the food tasting experience? And actually, Sean, who's your best man mm-hmm. and one of my best friends, he said sign me up which was actually really great that we brought him to definitely good to have a third so this past tuesday or wednesday wednesday was our tasting and it was at this cute like um shop gelato place place, um on queen and spadina queen and spadina where provisions actually is housed and so we had to put together a menu that again consisted of uh four to five past snacks which are for a cocktail hour two starters two main courses and two desserts and so this is basically like you're tasting all the options for mm-hmm. all your guests to have so it's yeah. like not just like one meal you're technically having three different types of meals for sure um okay so just to give you guys an idea of what we had to taste and you can see the pictures on my instagram it's val gomez 23 okay. so one of the things we were going to taste is the grilled sourdough flatbread that sounds so good already with wild mushrooms truffle mayo and burrata okay another thing we were going to try was the ontario rack of lamb with an almond and herb salsa um Coslix mustard okay then another thing we were gonna have was a korean braised shore rib slider <laughs> okay. with a black sesame milk bun kimchi crispy beef tenderloin ginger and green onion yeah and the little, another one we were gonna have was the charred octopus with potato fondant smoked paprika orange olives and almonds Whew. okay so we got to this place and so it's me john and sean again we get in and like this is the first time we've also met this wedding planner who we've been person. dealing with on phone and email for the last three four weeks and so i felt like i was meeting one of my best friends yeah right like i feel i and for you too like i feel like she could be like just a part of our group of friends for sure forever for which sure. was actually like a really nice feeling she was super positive and just like really engaging really inquisitive and like i almost felt like i was on a weird like double date scenario yeah, kind I know. of thing like we were just going out for dinner and so it was just a really positive experience so we get to this table 
and she set it up for like the three of us and so she gave us like a bottle of wine yeah i know which was really nice i'm like oh this is nice kind of thing and so like truth be told you still have to pay for this experience because you are getting all this money or sorry all this food but they'll give you back your money or like if you choose them or like 75 percent of it or something yeah so we first start off with the past snacks and we do five of them i guess wait the bigger question is did you eat anything that day yeah, like an idiot, I ate a Subway sub at one thirty. But were you hungry, though, when you got there? Not that hungry. See, I was hungry, but I was like, oh, my God. Well, the thing was, we get there at 5.30, and we usually don't eat dinner. The earliest would be 8, but usually <laughs> around 8.39 is when we eat our majority of our food. Yeah, and so, like, this is the same one. Like, I'm the same person who is when I put pasta for John. It's oh, like, boy. I put a lot of it, and I'm like, it just looks like a lot, but it's can, not a lot. Can I also just say, this week you made a beef pot pie. Yeah. You put it in the oven. You took it out. <laughs> right when we took it out, you had to take a phone call. You were on the phone for 20 minutes. We left the uh, pie cooling on the windowsill, basically. <laughs> and then 25 minutes later, when we actually ate it, we cut into it, and steam was rising <laughs> to the heavens. Like, <laughs> So you like your food hot. I like my food hot. And so like this, this that'll be a good note to t- keep in mind when we talk about the rest of this tasting. <laughs> you like your food. Like, I you like, like your men. Hot, hot and beefy. <laughs> yeah. Not potato-y. (laughs) So we started eating these like little cute past snacks. And I will say the one thing was John was really good with the commentary because you kind of said like already from an artistic standpoint, this doesn't look look like generic stuff. It doesn't look like generic wedding food. I'm like, this looks like... So like what are you used to getting at a wedding? Like a generic-y? Like Uh, like, sure, sliders, uh, which are pretty token. And then... I don't know. And that's the bad word. Like, generic is not the right word. No, it's, not, it's not even a bad word. It's not even a bad it's word. What but it like, is. What it's is? What do you feel like you typically get at like a wedding as an appetizer? I don't know. Maybe like a little hot dog and a bun sometimes. <laughs> really? Maybe some form of like. To be honest with you, like there's usually like a cheese ball. I don't really eat. I never eat the uh, past snacks. To be honest with you. Sometimes there's like something on a stick. Like here's like a shish kebab or something. Exactly. Right. And so we first get this like beautiful like sourdough, um like appetizer thing, and it is like our first bite into things, and we have like a scorecard essentially yeah, where we can take which notes, cool. which was cool. And so we all eat it, and, like, the first bite of that thing, like, it just, like, melted in my mouth. Yeah, it was delicious. It was delicious. And I had to realize that you and I and Sean will probably not get to taste these things because we're taking pictures when cocktail hour is happening. So we won't even get this stuff. And so I'm like, if this is a baseline for what the rest of the food is going to taste like, this is awesome. For sure. So from that, then we had four more things and i think they were like varying degrees of like types of carbs yeah but the one thing that came out that we were so excited about were like the uh lamb lollipops kind of thing like the little lamb shanks oh yeah those things are so with like this mint mustard chutney thing yeah and so like we brought the they brought them out and we all kind of just started laughing because they look like something we would eat solo for dinner yeah i know (laughs) i'm like this is an appetizer um for cocktail hour okay by far that was the best lamb shank i've had yeah it was such a good shank it was so good and i was like is this too messy and i'm like oh my god somebody's gonna have to like go downstairs during our wedding and get us them yeah no the lamb shanks weren't messy at all they were, they had a bone that you could hold on to which yeah was great it was amazing they tasted glorious i wish that guy kevin the chef that had chef the owner of provisions could just cook those all day for me yeah um so that was really really good and then what else did we do 
Um, no, the starters were, were really good. I was super impressed with mm-hmm. the presentation, the taste. Like, I don't like cheese. I ate a whole cheese ball. Yeah, we also had, like, okay, so I do like seafood a lot. John likes seafood a lot. And we did, there was, like, charred octopus on there. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. But then we all had the octopus. And even though I liked it, it wasn't one of my favorites. But no. you and Sean didn't seem too fond of it either. No, it was, it was, there was nothing wrong with it. It just... Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't love it the way I was loving the other foods. Okay. So we, what we realized, though, was that because everything from our past next was, like, not heavy, but heavier, yeah. we're like, we should get two other lighter things because it's the yeah. same cost, right, to just have that as an option. Yeah. And so the crazy thing was... I was kind of full by the end of the past snack portion. Yeah, me too. Well, we did. They were pretty big, and it's like we had five. We didn't even finish them. No, we had five, five past snacks. Like we, yeah. We ate a lot of appetizers. Like yeah. Those, that's a lot of food. That is a lot of food. And so it's a lot of food in a short amount of time. Yeah. I think the other thing what you should be realizing when you do a wedding tasting or food tasting is that you're almost getting things in real time for that whole wedding. Like we yeah. were there for like three hours. For sure. Right? So then the next thing that was on the menu to try was the appetizers. appetizers. And so we have two options for appetizers. The first one was called like smoked hen of the woods. Yeah. And then the second one was like a caramelized French onion soup. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is where the portion size starts to get weird. Yeah. So they bring out the first one, which was the smoked hen of the woods, yep. which I thought was a hot meal, but it was a cold salad. Which I actually liked. There was beets in it. And I'm like, shit. I and like- cranberries. Yeah. I was like, I like beets apparently. And now. mushrooms. Yeah. Again, I would say stuff where it's like, I don't like beets or I don't like mushrooms, but I'm like, I actually like them in this combination. So it was crazy. Like that was probably my favorite meal out of the whole tasting that salad um and the portion size was just enough and then but until the woman's like oh it'll be a bit bigger than this i'm like are you fucking serious but that made sense though because again we were eating it somewhat in real time but we were eating more than we should we're eating two appetizers yeah five starters so it's just like it was crazy yeah it was a lot of food yeah we haven't even gotten to the main we hadn't even got mains plural so then after that then it was a french onion soup and that soup was really hot, and it was yeah. really rich. Yeah. It was delicious, but I was like, I can't even make it halfway through here. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't know if people would want this, and then you made a really interesting comment. I said my dad would? Yeah. So You were like, my dad might like this, but he, he might be. <laughs> what? No, you're like, your dad and maybe Brandon would yeah. like this. I'm like, we're not paying for this second appetizer for your dad and my brother yeah. to eat it. And then my dad would be like, I want crackers with this soup. <laughs> yeah, but there's bread in the soup. Um, we should ask your dad if he likes French onion soup because I am true. curious. Yeah. Um, but it was really, really good. It was just like, oh, and it was hot. Yeah. Okay, well, so remember, course. it was hot. <laughs> it's a soup. A soup should be hot. Exactly. So then some soups aren't hot, though. Yeah, but um, soups. gazpacho is not hot. That's it's just served, a made-up word. No, gazpacho is served cold. Yeah, that's a cold soup. Blech. Who the fuck wants a cold soup? It's someone who wants gazpachos. <laughs> oh, my God, not Chilios. Uh, <laughs> so then after that, and this is the point where I'm like, I'm already full. I can't even yeah. like, I'm like, we've had like so much food, so much meat, so much seafood. Yeah. I can't physically eat anything. And you could kind of see us like all slouching. At yeah. that point, we had already finished one bottle of wine. 
And so then it was really funny. So we were like, oh, hi, could we order another bottle of wine? And they were like, oh, we're actually not like licensed. Well, this is like and a gelato so, shop. It's not a restaurant with just, drinks and No, stuff. they just own the kitchen in the back of there. Yeah. And so then we were like, uh, and the woman's like, I can just go to the LCBO and buy you one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, no. no. And she's like, or I can get you one of the bottles of cooking wine out of the kitchen. We're like, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So basically in the span of three hours, we drank two bottles of wine and ate all the food in sight. Yeah. Um, but it was so funny. And so then the entrees come out. And so let me tell you what these entrees were about. One second. Let me open the email. Yeah. So the main entrees, we picked two, and we actually did a live poll of our friends for one of them to see like which which of the beef options yeah. sounded better. So the first main course we tried was a grain-fed stuffed chicken breast with walnut, maple, winter squash, red cabbage, currant, black truffle, and Madeira. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was, what was your experience with that? Uh, I thought it was delicious. I thought the chicken was fantastic. Yeah. You cut into it; it was cooked. One of the most perfectly cooked chickens I've ever had. So tender and juicy. I like the sides a lot. Yeah, uh, and you don't like squash. And so that Yeah, was- that's again, that's why I said I don't like squash, but the squash was really good. So I actually really liked it. So the funny thing was, was that, have you ever had turducken? Yeah. So turducken is obviously turkey stuffed with like anything, usually duck. Yeah. But then this chicken was stuffed with more chicken. Yeah. Right? Which had like a fancy term for like whatever it was that Sean had asked about, which was yeah. quite funny. Um, but then when we got the chicken, I kind of whispered to you guys. I'm like, did it taste cold? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then you're like, no. what? And I'm like, are you sure it doesn't taste cold? Uh, and then you're like, no. no. And we also just had the really hot soup. Yeah, right? that's a soup. This is a chicken. So I was like, no. So I was like, yo, how's your chicken not cold? Because I was, was eating it. And I felt like my chicken was like room temperature. Which is how it should be. You were expecting piping hot chicken. Just like that beef pot pie. I like my food served hot. Yeah, but. Not pungent hot, but like room temperature, like hot. But no, usually every chicken you have, it's not piping. There shouldn't be steam coming from your chicken. So when I serve you pasta, when yeah, it's like the steam is coming off. Yeah, and it takes me five minutes to eat it because I got to blow on that shit. Okay, so do you? would you rather have it colder? The pasta? Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> I want all of our food colder. So this is where I'm like, have I been living in a delusion world where it's like I've just been serving food way too yes. hot to people? And so like Sean's like, no, this is what chicken tastes like. You're yeah, like, this is what it chicken delicious. tastes like. It was like tender. It was moist. It was <laughs> comparable food temperature that people apparently like except me and so then i was like that kind of skewed my perception for the rest of the tasting because then we got we did a live poll and there was either the option of a flank steak or this 45 day age ribeye with glazed sunchoke fondant cassia demi-hydrated beets and bone marrow bordelaise so good and so we obviously the 45 day age ribeye won because it's been aged for 45 days how good is that so they brought that out and i was like very impressed with the beet portion again yeah which, for sure because it was like they do this something cool with the beets where it doesn't really taste like beets in the end it tastes mm-hmm. like something completely different didn't they hydrate it dehydrate it and then rehydrate it or yeah something? in its own juices which is like and mm-hmm. they said they did that over the span I love of a when day you stew in your own juice 
Oh, brother. Okay, Benjamin. And so, anyway, um, that came out, and that was, like, to die for. Yeah, and it was cooked perfectly, it, bread in the middle and everything. Yeah, and so, like, it was so good. But I was so full. But it was so filling, and then I was like, oh, my God. Like, there's still, I totally forgot about dessert after. Yeah, two desserts. Two desserts. And so, like, I was so tired and, hung, like, full at this point. And, like, we had drinking, like, our second bottle of wine at this point as well. And so it was just, like, it was a lot to come by kind of thing. Like, Yeah. So you're kind of, like, trying to rank them. We said both meals are really good. But the um, chicken was so good, I might get the chicken. Over, usually I always get beef. But which is bananas. The chicken was that good. So this is a really good selling feature. The only thing I would have changed about the ribeye was to put some greenery on top of it. Which you can definitely do. Throw some parsley or some parsnip oh, or fen- Jim fennel. Parson. <laughs> so then the last thing was, there was a little bit of an intermission, and then it was two desserts. Yeah. And so I did a poll for this one too. So I'm a fan of apple anything. Like I love yeah. like apple pie i like just like candied apples i like just eating apples i obviously like apple smoothies um so there is products yes i love apple oh i forgot about that too (laughs) um so i I like apples anything um what you call it so i got one option one what (laughs) fuck pc that's right um, we just don't own anything PC. No, why right? would we? They're an inferior product. <laughs> I'm, I'm spitting truth. It's 100% true. It's inferior. It's all true stories up in here. Um, so the two options for desserts uh, were an apple tartatin with a sage burnt honey gelato. Right? Then the second yes. option was a caramelized bread and butter pudding with sultana walnut and milk gelato. Yeah. Okay. So we got the apple tartatan first. And so I was like speculative of this because you could see the steam rising off of the tart the tart, but then the ice cream when he explained it to us was actually a parsnip ice cream, which you didn't know what it was. I still don't know what that is. It's like the white carrot, right, 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 right. White carrots. Right? White and rabbit. this is their trademark ice cream of the gelato shop. Mm. Okay, and then there's like three sage leaves on top. How did you rank that dessert? Very refreshing. Right? And that was exactly after eating all that food, you're like, this is really refreshing. Yes. You and Sean both finished both of those desserts. Yeah, Sean went right? to town Sean on Sean went to town on that fucking dessert. Okay? <laughs> then the next one, five minutes later, came out, oh. and this was the bread and butter pudding, which was really hot. Yes. And it was glorious. It was just a lot more filling. It was even better, but the problem was I was so full that I was like, I like this better than the apple, but the apple is more refreshing. So Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Exactly. And so this, I think this one will be the the, uh, thing that we kind of like, which do we pick? Yeah. Um, But we like both. But at this point now... I am so fucking, like, bloated. I am so, like, I can't breathe. Yep. We need to walk it off. Yep. We did stay to get, like, purely, like, how we would probably do any kind of meal. We stayed for coffees and stuff yeah. afterwards. Um, so we ended up leaving there at, like, 9. Yeah. Right? 9.15. And then, like, we needed to, like, we were like, oh, we could just all hop in Ubers or whatever. But we're like, let's walk it off for a bit. So we ended up walking, like, down the street to University Subway Station. Yeah. Which was a good, like, 10-minute walk, yeah, I would say. pretty much. Um, but Sean had a really good time. I was actually really happy we brought uh, somebody else who's, like, really Same. objective about food. Like, you made a joke where, like, Sean will literally tell you where it's at, where he told, like, a, a waiter 
some drink tasted like blood yeah this beer <laughs> tastes like it's like this beer tastes like blood <laughs> i'm like why are you a vampire and drinking blood so like sean will give it to you straight like i said i'm like if there were any friends i would want it would be like him and miranda so sure. i'm glad one friend came to bat so here's another rule of thumb um for wedding planning always try and bring somebody else who's partial to food um, and telling the truth and telling the truth is so, there anything else from tasting you wanted to talk about? Um, was there anything else from the tasting? I just thought like the guy was really cool. He was all tatted up. He seemed like really humble, like yeah, Kendrick Lamar humble. Everyone seemed nice. The other thing I was saying is, by the time this comes out, we will have chosen provisions. Uh, no, that's all I'll say. No, I actually will say like so. The, some of the other funny things where you know you like a person. So I already felt like. Um, the woman's name is Rana from there mm. but I thought she was like super cool like I would want to hang out with her in real life anyway sure. but she had a yellow jacket just like your just yellow like jacket. my yellow jacket which I thought was pretty cool but then at the end she went like we have this whole thing where it's like I would obviously hug her because I feel like I know her forever. Yeah. But then you end up first. I was like, I'll say goodbye first because I know your ass is going to hug her. And then I'm going to feel weird. I'm like, I guess I'll hug you too. And so she went in for a hug for yeah, you too. Like, which I'm oh. like, see, we're all friends. Exactly. See, I just need to figure out how to add her to Instagram without being weird. That's uh, not going to happen. I know. This is, I said to like one of my um, colleagues at work, I'm like, yo, how do you make friends with cool people when you're older? I'm the like, correct answer is you don't. See, John, this is how you're gonna end up a Unabomber. I'm gonna keep, Unabomber. That's why I think I'm getting married to you. I'm, I'm gonna doing keep you off the way. news. <laughs> the news or none news. Ned news. Oh man, I can't wait till Ned news comes to our wedding. Oh boy. Um. So then, what you call it? Even like the song playing in Sephora today, I was like, man, this gangster version of what Destiny's song? Child, we should play at our wedding, right? Maybe, maybe. So then, um... So the good news is we're uh, well into an hour. So I have to do my dress part. Yeah, that's that's why. Oh, okay. Perfect. Well, I don't know. You had three tangents in your thing. Listen, if I want to play Roger Rabbit's music... Whoa, brother. Do you want to um, do a, a Fastbender review first? No, or? Let's, let's save that stuff for... Let's make this the Pure Wedding Podcast. Okay. Let's save those for next week. So the next thing... That was kind of happening in the same week was um oh sorry so previous to going to the food tasting Lil me and uh ferris actually went to this other store in leslieville which was the original store i wanted to go shopping at um sash and bustle in leslieville which was like this beautiful super cute um like victorian house turned into a wedding dress shop and it okay. was like very much my speed nice everything I just scratched my belly. <laughs> it's just weird the way you did it. You like one motion to like lift up your shirt and then scratch it. It's um, so then we get there and it is super cute and like it just looks like a picture out of like follow them on Instagram. It's like it's a, it's adorable. It's very like light, very like bright. The everything looks like glamorous in there kind of thing and just like um, like either boho chic, elegant chic, what is boho like chic? bohemian. Oh, but they also have all these accessories. And the cool thing about like I will say shopping with Lil under this premonition is that Lil will always be like pushing the bar to be like, can we try on that like million dollar necklace? Jesus. Can we try on that tiara? Can we try on? And I'm like, holy shit, like that's good and ballsy. Yeah. And so we try on like probably like five dresses and like the two that I liked. I liked one of them a lot. It was a bit heavy. I'm just turning the light on. And like breaking the wall. <laughs> okay, Kool-Aid man. Uh, so, exactly. 
went to go turn a light on and knocked some shit over. Um, so then we tried on one dress, and it was cool. It was, like, this really shimmery, long, um, beaded gown. And so... Just beat it, gown. <laughs> what? Just beat it, beat it, beat it. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 <laughs> gown. Gown? Um, so that one was really cool. But I also, my favorite part of trying on that dress was then afterwards I got to try on a cape. Like Superman? Yes. And so, like, the cool thing is, because you're having a winter wedding, you can do more cool shit. So I was like, why not try on this cape? You do like to do dope shit. Right? And so we, like, Lil asked, like, the people to turn down the lights to see what it would look like. Okay. Actually, like, in the Great Hall with me in this dress. And it was really cool how the gown caught the light and everything. Uh, Ferris really liked it. We They, like, pinned back my hair, gave wow. me, like, new earrings and nice. stuff. So, like, it was pretty badass. But the one thing was, this dress was really great. But the one on the Danforth was similar in style, but $1,000 cheaper. Jesus. And so I'm like, okay, I am the same person who dropped 500 on a pair of sunglasses. But you wear those every day. Exactly. So the thing is, even though I know I'm going to love whatever dress I end up choosing on yes. the wedding day, I'm not going to have a visceral reaction to this dress. Not going to happen. So I was like, you guys didn't see... Ferris and I and Lil, after we left that sash and bustle, went to, like, a wine bar to just have some drinks. Mm -hmm. And, like, I showed them the picture because they hadn't seen the pictures of me in the Danforth one. Okay. Both of them said they still prefer the sash and bustle, but I'm like, I showed it to Miranda. Miranda's like, mm, I still prefer the Danforth. Yeah. So I'm like, can you all three now come back to the Danforth to try this other dress on? Yeah. Okay. So we go back to the Danforth place. This was at some point this week, right? Yeah. Wasn't it like Monday dress, Monday. Tuesday WCT, Wednesday food thing? Yeah. So then Monday we all go back to Thursday, this dress. Thursday, Thursday. Oh, thank God. Right? And so the other thing was we all go back to this dress shop um, and I put on the dress. Lil comes last, but I'm on the pedestal. Ferris, as soon as she sees me in this dress now, she's like, I like this one better. Right. Right? Miranda's like, yep, I still like this one better. And so, like, the woman, even though it wasn't the same woman, Rosa, mm. who helped me from the original time, she was like, you look really beautiful in this dress. And I'm like, guys, I think I'm just going to take this dress, and yep. I don't need to look any further. And they were like, holy shit, this was awesome. Like, it's su super easy. Yeah. Lil really liked it, but she also liked how I felt in it. That's and good. so she's like, you look beautiful in any dress. But yeah. she's like, I do like this one a lot. So now, I did say, because we're not doing things super traditionally, um, and I don't want a bridal shower or any of that crap, um, what should you call it? I said it would be really great to have all, like, the women, the closest women, mm -hmm. come with me to, like, buy the dress and then go out for lunch. Yeah. So we actually have, on April 28th, your family's driving down, I think, from yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. Your Aunt Jay is going to come. Yep. My sister-in-law, my mom, mm. and the wedding party mm -hmm. are all coming together to buy the dress and then go out for lunch. That which is kind of, so like, fun. way more my speed. Yeah, it should be odd. I think you're going to have so much fun. I think everyone. so. So I'm still trying to see if Savvy can swing it in. Oh. She, she did pick the right dress. That's true. Her little three-year-old eyes. Yeah, but she did. Yeah, And course. she picked it, the right dress again twice. She did? Yeah, two different times. So Whoa. that that's where you know she has good style. Yeah, just um, like her aunt. So we are the same person. That's true. You do look like twins. So then the only other thing that we've kind of been working on um, in the background is because music is such an important part of John and my relationship and pr probably one of the main reasons why we got together mm. in the first place is we said that 
for the wedding, I want to actually play with my band, Fuck the Bridge, right. um, at the wedding and do three songs, but kind of like VH1 storytellers in and pick songs that we actually mean something to us in yeah. different eras of our relationship. And so for the... I wouldn't say what songs they are now. I'm not going to say yeah. them, but I would say what's cool about it is that this will end up happening after we do cocktail hour at the great hall when the cocktail hour is in the balcony mm. so then the music will end up being down on the pit and so yeah. everybody comes down to the music playing so it's we've kind of outlined it like you pick one song that means something to you that has a story then we picked one song that definitely is like fun and has a story but then i feel like this last song i need to pick of something that has a story for us yeah and so we're wavering between two bands right yeah. now um, but the cool thing is we're incorporating my brothers and my sisters in that. And so for sure. it's going to be like my brother, Brandon, who plays a lot of gigs around the city at mm-hmm. like, he's the regular piano man at the Madison yeah. um, and plays a lot of other bars here and in the GTA. He would probably be the lead singer. Yeah. Um, and then like my other brother and Beth and then like me, Chris and Daniela would probably be backing harmonies. Yeah. And so I'm just like so excited for this part. And I would say like, whereas most girls would probably be more excited about the dress. Hmm. I jammed with the band on Thursday yeah. without my brothers, and we tried all three songs that are kind of like on the short list, and it was so much fun mm-hmm. to the point where all three of them said very, very sweet things in different ways about being excited for the wedding. Like, That's awesome. Ben was just so excited for the last song. He got so carried away on drums mm-hmm. and just got so excited. And he's like, you guys are like one of the coolest, unique couples. This wedding is just going to be so much fun. Yeah. Rob was like, from a playing perspective, he's like, this motivates me. He already knew like all the licks to all the songs. Nice. So he was just so excited. Z had already mastered one lick for one of the songs. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm just so excited to play on stage with everybody. Like this nice. will just feel so cool. Um, so I think it's just going to be like an awesome experience. So I would say like after this, it really is like invitations. Um, we already locked in Noel as the DJ, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. You can see him touring hip hop karaoke um, and other places like the, the super, Drake. the Drake and the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at our official board. I think the next thing we might have to do is get the officiant. Yeah, we got to figure that one out. So, but I think it's been going pretty good. We haven't killed each other yet. No, we haven't broken the bank. No, not yet. Uh, no, everything's gone well. I feel like we got some of the big ones out of the way pretty much. So mm-hmm. it should just be figuring out the last little details and just closing it all down. Is there any part of this that you're excited about? That um, were the remaining things to do? Figure out like the music playlist and what songs we do for mm-hmm. first dance and this and that. That's already know that song. I don't know. I, I you always talk about these rings. Yeah, I want to get. I want to figure out my wedding band. But yeah. do I really care about table setup? Not as much. What really? I don't Even know. Even those cool boxes ideas. Yes. Do I care who the officiant is? No. no. It's going to be some old white guy, most likely. Um, not if I have a choice. Yeah, about well, that. if I have a choice too, it won't be some old white guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, not to offend old white people who are coming to our wedding. Hopefully not too many old white yeah. people. I want basically the guy who was at uh, north of Brooklyn making our pizza. Oh, uh, that guy was crazy too. No, not that guy. That would be oh. an old white guy. The guy in the back singing in sync. That's true. <laughs> okay, well, let's end this thing. Mm-hmm. We are uh, deep into it this, this mm-hmm. week. John gives his nationwide presentation. 
next week on Live at 605. Do you have uh, a band of the week by chance? Um, we could use. Did we want to use one of that the new bands? Which bands are you referring to, though? The um, Caliushas. Yeah, that's who I was hoping you would say. I want Dang. you. So there's this uh, girl, woman who just put out an album. Her name's Caliuchis. Yeah. You will know her from song. Her album's called Isolation. Yeah, and you will know her from songs with Tyler the Creator and Gorillas and a Maxwell. Very, she's very R and B slash soul. She's a mix of Rihanna to Lauren Hill to reggaeton to everything. Like she's just got a really mm-hmm. cool style. And her album, front to back, I like every single song. Like I can already tell. At the year, end of the year, her album will be in the top five best. So she's actually, like, not a new artist. She has, like, five other albums. But or she's six. O- I think it's, like, EP because she's only, yeah. like, 22 years old. Yeah, so it's, like, pretty cool. Like, if you go onto Apple Music, you can see more stuff by her. Yeah. But this album, I would say, like, I haven't listened to these other ones. Yeah. But, like, every song off this Insulation or Isolation, isolation. Insulation, insulation. Um, album is, like, outstanding. Yeah, so is there a favorite? Or, or no, which? you pick which one. The one I definitely wanted to do is my favorite. It's called After the Storm. It features Tyler, the creator, and Bootsy Collins. Yeah. It sounds like 70s funkadelic, par- parliament funkadelic. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a good range of her voice mm-hmm. and just how the the album is. Mm-hmm. So I, I love this song. It's the first single. I've been listening to it for probably two straight months. So It's very cool. I passed it to one of other, uh, my other like music colleague friends at work, Calvin, and he gave it three enthusiastic thumbs up. Nice. So, win. So, the song of the week by the band of the week is After the Storm by Caliuchis featuring Bootsy Collins and Tyler, the creator. So, all the ways to get in contact with our asses, facebook.com slash live605 for pictures, videos, memes, gifts, all the above. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at Val Gomez23. And on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I am Johnny Tarantino. I am Val, Val Spielberg. Ah, <laughs> uh, be easy. Is it dinner time yet?
diamonds beaming on me like headlights beaming on Bambit. Now let's pretend the street is a room and you are a camera. Cause you drama candy, the Tito to my Randy. Now let's produce some thrillers, my chocolate with your vanilla on. John Mallon and Val Gomez.